today. Thank you. Okay. Um, so as usual, Zoom glitchy. So hopefully it's not laggy or anything. But anyway, welcome back to the life and lessons of me. I'm your host, Jordan. And today I want to talk about something that, you know, I just recently realized that I might actually be able to do. Um, so if you've seen the movie Forrest Gump, you know who Lieutenant Dan is and that he got new legs. But, you know, I was watching it yesterday because I saw Gary Sinise on the news talking about moving to Tennessee or something. I don't know. Kind of silly. But anyway, I decided I wanted to watch Forrest Gump again because it is a good movie. And I didn't realize how good of a movie it was until I watched it this most recent time. Um, but regardless, I think that, you know, Lieutenant Dan, the character, which made a profound impact on Gary, um, also impacted me recent, the most yesterday. So uh, as I was watching it, you know, Lieutenant Dan loses both of his legs in Vietnam, um, which isn't necessarily so much of a crazy story. Um, but what really resonated with me um, this time was, you know, how awful it must have been for um, Lieutenant Dan and actual real veterans who have gone into combat and become disabled, you know it's really awful because these are people that are, you know, peak physical condition, you know, because that's what the military does. They only take people who are in peak physical condition and then they become disabled. So, you know, the, the part where he says, what do I do now? That really hit me uh, because what do you do? You know, I'm somebody who's lived it most of my life. So I've been able to adjust and adapt how I live. Um, and it probably is hard for somebody who's newly disabled to make that transition. You know, as somebody who was never disabled before and now they are, it, it's got to be very difficult. And I feel like as somebody who has a lot of respect for the military and acknowledges the fact that you know, they're laying down their lives and their bodies um, to give people the same freedoms that we have here. Um, and I think I owe it to them a little bit because, you know, having the freedom to learn how to drive and, and do all this stuff that, you know, in any other country, it'd be pretty difficult to do, um, unless maybe Europe, let's exclude Europe. <laughs> But, you know, certain things that I have the opportunity to do, you know, I, I kind of owe it to, you know, the men and women who fight for our freedom, you know. So I, I think watching, you know, Lieutenant Dan's story and, and how he, you know, struggled with, you know, his mental health afterward, like I can imagine you know, because I've been through things similar to that, you know, how hard that is. And so as I was watching that, you know, I kind of realized that, you know, maybe I could help veterans who are disabled, you know, I can possibly give them hope and possibly, 
you know, um, motivate them to, you know, adapt and, you know, not let it get the best of them. I mean, now with new technology and stuff like that, um, you know, prosthetics and things like that. Yes. I don't know much about that because, you know, my legs don't even work. Um, so I just feel like I am in a unique position. You know, I am pretty patriotic and I feel like I would have actually joined the military if things were different. Um, so I feel like in a way, if I can't, you know, physically serve, I can do something to help, you know, I, as, um, veterans, you know, usually they're, you know, they're used to this command structure where everybody has a purpose and, you know, everything is like what their duties are, they do it and they do it well. And then they come home and the command structure is gone and, you know, your purpose is a little bit shaky. You don't necessarily know where you fit because you've been in the military command structure and, you know, it's tough. Probably it's a really tough adjustment and yeah, no, I, I'm not an expert, but you know, my experience kind of gives me credentials to help people or, or at least give them hope that there is a way out and there is a way forward rather. Um, so I feel like that could be something that I would be really good at and people would, you know, gain something from my life experience. And, um, you know, part of the point of this podcast is to give people perspective and, you know, a new way of thinking. And um, I feel like this might be a platform where I can, you know, at least start to get my message out there. And I think I have done that in the last couple of years uh, of doing this. Um, and yeah, I, I think as somebody who has been trying to find their purpose, and I know what my purpose is, is to share my message, but I have to define, you know, the groups that I want to share my message with. And, you know, um, that would be people with Duchenne and Beckers like me, and that could be veterans and even normal people. You know, I think what when trying to run a business successfully, like I guess this would be a business, you have to kind of define, you know, your target audience and, and uh, who you think would, you know, like your content and, you know, feed into it and gain something from it. So I think I know that I can do this and I can make a, an impact and help veterans who, who are, you know, underappreciated and, and sometimes not acknowledged to the extent that they deserve. And I feel like if I can, you know, help them out, that would benefit me as well. I mean, it's not that I would do it to benefit myself, but it, it would mean a lot to me to know that, you know, my message is impacting people and helping people. And um, I think that I have a unique ability to be able to relate to some of the things that, you know, do newly disabled veterans are going through. And I think that, you know, as a 20 year old kid, you know, it's hard for me to see that I could be credible or whatever. But every time I speak to an audience of any type, like it's usually small and like in a group on Zoom or something. But, you know, I feel like every time that I do talk, 
people, you know, tell me how great I am and, and that I'm doing good and that I should keep up the good work and keep up the good fight. And, you know, that's really encouraging that I can help and benefit um, the people with my voice and with my story. And, you know, that's what I really want to be doing. And I, I know before I said lobbying could be a thing that I would be interested in. And I think it still is, but I don't know if that should be my career. Um, Cause I don't want to live in Washington, to be honest, you know, real estate would be expensive. So as an adult, I feel like it's important to realize like sometimes you have to consider, you know, if your job would allow you to live anywhere or if you would have to live in a certain area that you don't want to. Um, so that's something I've been thinking about. And, you know, back to the um, Lieutenant Dan thing, you know, his story is, is one of major struggles. And, you know, he thought his purpose was to die on the battlefield and Forrest saved him and gave him a second chance. So um, that's something that, you know, I think I might be able to do is, is help people see a second chance or, or see a way forward, like I said before. So I have to you know, really actually work at this and uh, probably contact VA hospitals and, and things like that and, and potentially veterans organizations. That's what I want to be doing. Um, you know, there, there might be a reason why I'm so into the military and I have so much respect for it. You know, maybe that is why I'm being called to do this now. You know, maybe in, in the grand scheme of things, it was all to lead me to this point where I'm like, you know what? Veterans deserve help and they deserve my help and I might be able to benefit them. So why not? You know, I, I, I willing to volunteer to, you know, get my message out there, promote hope and things like that. And I think that I can do this. And I think that, you know, this is something that I would be passionate about and, you know, I can make into a career and it's not about the money, no way, but um, yeah, I would absolutely for free talk to disabled veterans and, you know, give some sort of speech or whatever. Um, obviously I need to refine my uh, speaking skills a little bit because I say I'm way too much, but that is because I kind of wing these and I just think of words as I go. So yeah, I do have the ability to, you know, be articulate and, and um, I think that's helped me be able to get my message across to people. I, I try to be non-inflammatory and, and things like that. So I don't want to offend anybody. And, and yes, I can't help with PTSD because I don't know anything about that, but I do know that I have been struggling with, you know, Duchenne muscular dystrophy forever and I now can turn that into something beneficial to other people, you know, something that's made my life harder, you know, can make other people see that regardless of your circumstances, regardless of how hard it is, you never give up. Okay. You just never do. Right. And it's hard for somebody who, again, like peak physical condition to be newly disabled. Like I don't, I mean, granted it takes time to transition and, and some people just, they can't do it and they need help. So I feel like 
you know, I could be helpful and I want to be helpful and I want to, you know, serve my country in some way. You know, I do love living here. It is nice here. Regardless of whatever problems this country has, you know, it, we owe it to people who serve in the military and sacrifice their bodies and lives. You know, we owe them something and people just ignore it and don't, and don't see it and take it for granted, you know, um, like what's happening in Ukraine right now totally normal lives happening and then russia goes you know what <laughs> we're gonna do something and you're not gonna like it so like if you lived in ukraine right now all of the patriotism and and all of the fight that they have you know we as america fought right we fought for our freedoms and and for everything that we have you know that was 200 years ago but we still fought and we still fight to give other people the same freedoms that we take for granted. How messed up is that? You know, we are taking our, our freedom for granted and, and people like on the other side of the world, you know, we're trying to give them the same rights that we have here. And I think that's a noble cause. I mean, whatever you think about the military, there's still people and they deserve help and they deserve recognition for their sacrifice. So, you know, like I said, as somebody who has a lot of respect for the military, I think I owe it to them to use what I've experienced to help them. And, you know, this might not be an easy task, but I will figure it out. And, and the, the motivation that I'm feeling right now to do this is something I haven't felt in a while. So I feel like I'm confident that, you know, this could be a good move and I want to help you know, I, I do want to help people. I want to share my message. That's my purpose, you know, and maybe I'm lucky that I'm a 20 year old and I figured that out, you know, because some people just, you know, haven't figured it out and that's not your fault. Um, the last couple of years I've been extremely isolated and I've been able to look inward and, you know, help myself to become somebody who people respect, you know, and, and people look up to and can gain some hope from. So, you know, everything I've been talking about, like direction and, and um, you know, good mood yesterday or the last episode, um, I think everything is starting to fall into place in my life. And something I've been thinking about a lot is timing, like the timing of me watching the news at nine o'clock and seeing Gary Sinise on the news and talking about Forrest Gump and how he, you know, took that role to heart and, and started a organization to help veterans, you know, and, and watching him play that character and, you know, how emotional it was, um, you know, in that VA hospital, in the hospital, in the movie, you know, what, what does he do now? You know, it's something that a lot of people are probably struggling, struggling with, you know, like, how do you move forward from that? You know, how do you go from feeling like your purpose is to be in the military and, and like your destiny is to die in battle? You know, how do you transition from that to, you know, having to adapt and, and find a new purpose? And, and something that I've been thinking about is the timing of everything. Like, 
all of these things that are happening in my life, my license, my car happening, uh, possibly getting a second job, you know, everything seems like it's going in the right direction. And that is nice. This is a nice feeling. So, you know, I'm not trying to say that, you know, I figured everything out because I definitely haven't, but I'm getting there and it feels good to, um, you know, have, have things going in the right direction. So I think that's going to do it for this episode. I hope that, you know, maybe this finds somebody who needs help and, and maybe this episode helps me get connections and things like that. So yeah, if you have any connections to a VA hospital or know any disabled veterans that I could, you know, potentially talk to, or, or if you have any connections to other veterans organizations that I can, you know, pitch this idea to and, and, and volunteer my services to, that'd be great because this is something that I really want to do. And, you know, it's the first step. I just decided this yesterday, but, you know, I feel like it's a good decision. It makes sense to me. And yeah, maybe I can help some people along the way. So that's going to do it for this episode. And I will catch you on the next one.